Max White, everyone. See something funny. It wasn't funny! I guess I'll just call it Max White Presents. I guess it's decent. Yeah, Max White Presents will work. We're live. We're here. We're Tenor Trap. We're in Brooklyn. Greenpoint. Max White Presents. We have a guest today. Uh, I'm like, you, uh, you ever get a text and you're like, hey, there's a Michigan comic in town and it makes you super happy? Well, that's Diego Atanasio. How's it going, Diego? Hey, here. good. I'm, yeah. doing, I'm doing great. I'm doing all right. I'm yeah, fine. you're right. I don't know, man. I'm probably like too pumped to see you. I was just like, <laughs> yes, Diego's here. This is awesome. Yeah. What no, brings you to New York City? I did stand up comedy. Yeah. Actually, the opposite. We just came just to come, I guess. And yeah. then I just booked stand up around it. So, I, like, it was like we booked the travel like out a couple months. And then it was like maybe a month ago and or three weeks ago, I was like, I should probably try to get some shows. Yeah. Because in the worst case, I was just going to do open mics. but Which is still a great vacation if like yeah. for people that are comics. Anyone else would think we're mentally ill, but it's yeah, it's the best place to do it. You can just show up and go up. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, if I didn't hadn't booked anything, I'm like, I can still go do a ton of mics and that'll feel like I got something worth my while. So, and I bumped into you on the other coast too. Cause last July yeah. I was in LA and just happened to be uh, at, well, all of them we saw you at, but like, yeah. you know, a comedy store improv or whatever though. And we got so, to go up uh, every. You got to do all three rooms at the comedy store for the potluck and stuff, right? Yeah, I did the potluck. That was crazy. Tony and so for people that don't know, there's like a, a like a, a lottery system where they pick out people big names out of a hat. Yeah. So there's what? How many hundreds of people are there? Hundreds. Yeah, hundreds. Several. And so, awesome. what are the stats on? So figure one in four hundred, you get picked in it. Yeah. But there's three rooms, separate rooms at the comedy store, and Diego got to go up in all three. That's the that's the uh, what's they call it the cycle. <laughs> the cycle. That's the comedy store cycle, I believe. Cycle. Or is it, oh, the no, hat trick. Comedy store hat trick or yeah, trifecta. Can, there's like okay, a word for it. I believe it. Because cycle would be four. Is it a cycle is four? Yeah, it's like baseball. You know, oh, okay. Single, double, what, yeah, sports. I know literally nothing Fucking about sports. sports. Yeah. But either way, it's pretty incredible. And then we yeah. got to do Kill Tony together. Uh, yeah, like back to back. That was nuts. That's actually like. And you fucking ripped, and I died. <laughs> <laughs> I died a million deaths, but you killed it. That was super fun. I did fun. all right. Yeah, I did good. It was fun. Thank God I had the panel. If I would have had the panel, I would have yeah. walked away so fucking defeated. But you ever know when it's coming? You're just like, I knew I was going to get called. I don't know why. Um, right after you were done, and then I knew I was going to bomb. Are you sure that you knew that or like that's just a feeling you have now after fact that there's no way of knowing that if you already had it before? I honestly man, I had a strong feeling all yeah. night and like I thought I thought I wasn't didn't have to do anything so we were I used we were, to get that in school like when the teacher would call on me. Oh, be really? Like, I know she's going to call on me yeah. and that she would call on me. I get that not not often but like even smaller scale like at the creek I'll be there and like trying to work on new stuff mm-hmm. and I'll get there late and like going through my notes and I'm like I don't care like riding the bull doesn't matter going first but if you want to like prepare and you're like looking at what you want to work on and then i'm like god damn it i'm gonna go first and like aren't i and they pull the bucket it's me i'm like shit yeah. does that make me psychic are we psychic um yeah maybe a little bit because it's like you know when someone was like staring at the back of your head and then you turn around and they're staring at you you know that <sighs> too, too often Do you? <laughs> yeah when they burn okay. a hole through your so, head you're like, i mean ah. i don't know i think a lot of so, from what I understand, you know, like you get information from a lot of different places, and your brain processes them and processes it in a lot of different ways. So, okay. like I don't know that light, you know, light reaches your eyes like it's like happening at different rates, and sound is different rates, and there's different frequencies of things happening. So, yeah, maybe we're psychic. Damn, that's awesome. I don't know because I know I'm, I'm with you. I think that makes sense about the speed of light and all the senses around us. 
Yeah, Good. like the speed at which information travels and what an experience is. I don't know. That just sounds stupid. <laughs> Take a sip of water. Mm. What if we're going to go? Uh, well, no. And I think maybe it's because we're from Michigan. We're in tune. We're in tune with Yeah, nature. we're just dying for anything that has any sunlight in it. So maybe we're just mm-hmm. receptive to that speed of light a little it's bit possible. faster. Are you glad you're from Michigan? Uh, no. Really? I'm I not am. unglad. I don't know. Okay. I feel no way about it, I guess. Do you wear Michigan like uh, stuff? Um, I have a uh, Tiger Stadium Forever shirt. Nice. Which is just uh, Andy French is a, like a forever t-shirt company yeah so i took some pictures for him one time and he gave me a shirt and it's like his shirt and i like it i mean it's a cool shirt but that's probably the most uh representative uh, yeah thing i have that i wear sometimes it's weird there's like this block in the uh, east village here in the city where uh, if you walk through like these two blocks all you see are like university of michigan shirts okay and you think you're like oh cool michigan but then you realize that they're u of n people and do you know what you uh, people are? Like my, my good friend, like I have a lot of good friends in my there, though, but they're very like the finance type. Like, like boat oh, shoes. Lots of boat shoes. Lots of Sperry's, Topsiders. Yeah. Um, yeah, not to that, but it's really interesting because you're like, oh, hey. So then they're like, you're from Michigan? I'm like, well, I went to Northern. It doesn't really count. Yeah. Like I didn't go to. And I'm like, I went to Michigan State. Oh, like, damn. You went to, at least you went to a real school? Touch dicks. Damn. A lot of dick touching that state? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, a lot of dick like. Uh, I wouldn't say measuring, but what you do is you turn around and you slap it against a book and everyone can tell by the sound. Yeah. To get some idea of its depth in 3D space. People don't understand how hard college is. You're right, exactly. <laughs> and you weren't even in a frat, were you? No, that was just for a uh, two-credit class. Yeah, you just got to do it sometimes. Right. Michigan State's the place to, to do it. I remember going there to visit my friend sister when I was like 14, and that was the time in my life when I thought I wasn't drunk until I threw up. Yeah. You ever go through that phase when you were a kid? That I, you think you're not drunk? Uh, yeah, like literally. like We didn't think we were drunk until we threw up from alcohol poisoning. We were you just couldn't drink. feel the effects of alcohol? Well, I mean, yeah, you would, but we just we, we would be like, we you're not like drunk yet. Fun. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah like see. it was a, like a pissing contest or like yeah. like you were saying, a dick slapping contest. Yeah, what did you say, in high school? Uh, I mean, I was 14, so was that, let's see. Yeah, I was in high school. Was yeah, yeah, high school. One. Yeah, so I was when real. I started drinking. I was a real Five o'clock idiot. vodka. Damn. Yeah, this is five o'clock your shit. That's what that was it. That was the that was the go to. Where did you procure said alcohol from? Um, we used to drive into Detroit. There was a store called Manistique, and it was like in between the border of Detroit and um, Gross Point Farms, okay. and it was like this weird shady liquor store that was like not on the main road it was like two blocks into like residential so it was like where a house should be <laughs> and it was just a shady liquor store that never car did so like i would t- we would drive there it was probably like 15 minutes from my house and get booze for the party and then who was because the guy that went in i did a lot would you yeah, look did you, did you look older and younger uh i think a little bit yeah did you have I, a fake id no i didn't have a fake id till college you just went in there would just balls in hand yeah i can't remember who was the first person to try it or if we had a hint or i don't remember we just at some point it was known that you could buy there and they didn't card you so we just started getting five o'clock vodka because it was 10 bucks a gallon or half gallon a handle 10 bucks a handle and we would just because i didn't like alcohol like i didn't drink beer until i was in college wow i hated beer and i just wanted to get drunk like i just wanted to be drunk so i was just so like why would you want to sit there and drink it? Like it tastes awful. So we would drink five shots of five o'clock in a glass and you would just chug it. Nice. And it was called the five Oh five. And then you'd be <laughs> drunk. You'd be, you'd be drunk right after that. You'd immediately be drunk. There's no, and like it would, within five minutes you'd be drunk. It was really disgusting. And it would take like, 
I always, I always describe it as like you have enough time to think about the fact that you're doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like sitting there drinking vodka and you're like, oh, I'm still drinking vodka. Like there's enough time to process it. It's not like a shot. It doesn't happen yeah. all at once. It's like a whole experience. And it became like this whole club thing. And we used to like party Damn. in my basement and we called it Club D's and like. Some people oh, would do the geez. 505 and it was like a challenge and then you chase it with a ton of orange juice and sometimes people would throw up right after. But I always said, if you could keep it down for five minutes, you're going to be wasted and it's, and then you're set. Dude, that's like so Detroit of you. <laughs> <laughs> we used to steal like our parents' booze and mix it together. So we'd okay. like black velvet, scotch, yeah. vermouth, equal parts because we're fucking idiots and didn't know that vermouth was a liqueur. Yeah. yeah not yeah. liqueur. Yeah. Liquor. 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 Uh, and then we would uh, put it in a water bottle and then bring it around skateboarding. Uh-huh. And then it'd be fucking grossly hot and we would pound it down and drink it. <laughs> oh, I remember liquor my, when it's hot? Yeah, it's so, so gnarly. I remember my parents were, uh, they tried to scare me away from booze by giving me booze. Like, okay. you know, like they were like, oh, here, have a drink with us, Max. You know, and uh-huh. they're like, okay. So I have like two absolute and tonics, which is still like my favorite drink to this day. Nice, nice job, parents. Yeah, backfire. But I would literally be like drinking it, and then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. And then I'd be at home, and then I would go out skating with my friends. I'd like, I would never sneak out. I would just walk out. And uh, they'd be like, are you sure? Okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to skate with my friends. And they're all like, you know, skateboards generally you hang out with people way older for you. So maybe I was like, 11 and they were 16 and all my 16 year old friends were looking for alcohol and yeah. meanwhile they had an 11 year old that was shit faced with them i think i'm incriminating my parents huh no i think the statute of limitation is something it's something gone. something yeah i don't know how to use that word i just know that i, it fits I feel like somewhere. it works yeah, yeah yeah but that's uh it's the things you do for when you're a kid i, I never looked old when i was younger so i i, I just got carded up until i was like 25 yeah i can never do it though people don't know the struggle in michigan about get drinking, Being a minor and drinking. I could yeah. get any drug so easily except alcohol if I wanted yeah. to actually get my own case. Did you, was that, I'm from the west side of the state. You're from okay. the east side of the state. What's, uh, was it similar experience for you? Yeah, it was hard to get booze for sure. Damn. I had an uncle too that would buy it for me, so I'd make the trip to his house and Damn. he would buy it for me. You had a cool uncle? Yeah. Did he yeah. smoke weed with you? Yeah. Damn, that's sick. How was that? It's pretty chill. You still smoke weed with him? Sometimes. Nice. Yeah. Did, he, did you tell your parents that you bought booze for you? I don't think so. No way. <laughs> you want to? I mean, do you want me to cut this out of the podcast? <laughs> I'm sure I, you'll be sending this episode. I would to your love parent. for them to learn this way. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That be Christmas. Amazing. Yeah. What about now? If a kid walks up to you and asks you to buy beer, are you? All... <sighs> I don't know. It's never happened. I guess oh. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to do. I. It happened to me this winter. Really? Christmas Christmas Eve. I was in Florida and I was visiting my mom and I was oh. skating. And uh, these little shits came up to me, those skaters, and we were skating the spot uh-huh. in Fort Lauderdale. And then afterwards, I could tell it was coming up. Like, hey, man, like, uh-huh. let's get some beer. I was like, ah, I can't do it, buddy. Yeah, I, I respect the struggle, yeah. but I can't. How can't old? 16. I mean, there were, I mean, in any other country, it had been totally a go, a go. But I was like, mm-hmm. no, I just, I can't. I see myself with the past decisions I made, like the trouble I got in before, as uh-huh. a headline. Always, I just see the headline and how dumb I'd feel. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when I was a yeah. kid, I, I was always the youngest one, so I always got minor in possessions of alcohol. I'd always get caught with it, like, three or four in Michigan. Damn. It sucked. I got I got one at least. Yeah, those MIP parties. But uh, yeah. now I just see it, and I'm like, you know what? As much as I like to hype these kids up, I don't want to go through that ordeal. Yeah. Especially now, when they, like, they'll shade it around all weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no. why are we trying to get kids drunk? Oh. Yeah, you know, no? You oh, don't see no. that I don't know. That sounds scary, though. Maybe I'm too sensitive about that stuff. Or maybe I'm overthinking it. No doubt. But, I mean, you probably still made the right decision. Yeah. I I would judge the kids. It would depend on the kid. I don't know. Yeah. I I probably wouldn't. I I don't know. Yeah. 
I'm all about mischief for kids. Yeah. Like I just love seeing like when little kids like <laughs> fucking, especially in the city here when you see them like kick a cab and I'm like yeah. I mean I don't want. I just like it. I just know yeah. there's no right or wrong reason about this. What else is going on? Tell me something going on. Like what you've been staying busy. How's the scene in Detroit? Uh, scene in Detroit is uh, awful, but it's it exists, which I think is enough to say for. I don't know. I feel like a lot of places when I go there and they don't have a big scene, I'm like, oh, well, I can get up, you know, six nights a week in Detroit. And they're like, oh, that's good. And I'm like, yeah, it is good. So like reflexively reflected. I don't know. When I reflect on it in other places, I I can appreciate it. And I think it's all right. And I think what Detroit has is um, like the surrounding areas. Like I don't necessarily get up six nights a week in Detroit, but like on Mondays, I'll like go down to Toledo. I mean, it's just an hour drive and I'll try, I'll get my first set in there and then go back to Detroit for my second set. So like, or up to Flint, you know, the, the Flint shows are still really good. Soggy Bottom and Flint. I've still is, never done them, but that's Seth Addison of the Soggy yeah. Bottom, right? That dude's awesome. Yeah, that show's amazing. It's but, like, it packs out every week. It's like this tiny little skinny, long bar, the Soggy Bottom, which is a ridiculously good bar, amazing food. And I don't know, probably like 100 plus people in there. Sick. every Every time he does it, it's like... It's like the best show in Flint. So. Are you getting over to Grins at all? Um, no, I don't go to Grins. I don't go to Grand Rapids at all. Really? Yeah, I do Kalamazoo here and there. I mean, maybe twice every three or four months. But okay. Because we were just we were, what's up? You on? I mean to. I don't know. I mean to talk to Garrett about doing a like a I'm seeing one. Yeah. Thing, like a MC interview that, slash whatever. I love that place. It's so great. It's it's yeah. so crazy to come from a market, a big market, well, a big market club, you know, and right. then like, especially to start in the indie scene and then like be like those guys that run Grins and were so fucking, they're all, they're still cool. I Whenever mean, I'm home, right. I would do a guest spot. Yeah. They're the best. Like, they're definitely look into that. And then Stu, when Stu is MC now, Garrett yeah. Elsinga is, I love that club. I like being there. I think I would hang out there a lot if I was yeah. in that area. I just makes sense because you're like, that's how you see the best comics right. come through there Absolutely. all the time. Yeah. And it's, it's weird though coming here and then you do these shows with people a lot here that they've only done comedy in New York, for instance, mm-hmm. and a big crowd of them is like a bar crowd, which is an amazing, a New York bar crowd is something that's awesome. It's like 40, 50, maybe more people. But the fact that in Grins you can go do an open mic on a Thursday in front of 200 people right. sometimes. That place is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then once you get in, you, you know, you're doing full shows every night is like, you don't realize how fortunate we are. And that carries to like wherever you do country in the world or county in the world. You're just like, Oh, I had that experience of like, that was the Super Bowl in Grand Rapids. It's really cool. I can't, yeah, the place is just, and it's right yeah. there. You know, you know, it's just in the top of the bob right there. It's a yeah. nice little club. It's really funny to see though, um, how many, uh, comics that you'll meet here who are just another guy at the open mic are like, they, they, they know all about like the Yoder system, funny business and everything mm-hmm. like that. They've done all the one nighters throughout the Midwest and everything. Yeah. It just, that's so weird about New York is because everyone comes from somewhere else and they all have their own little story. Oh, of right, right. Stand up wise. It's fascinating. You know, it's really cool to see that. Are you doing uh so you're here, you're doing open mics, you're doing the Bushwick Bears here at the Tender Trap yeah, on Sunday. Sunday. You have a show tonight. Yeah, the Max Fish. Max Fish show. And then you guys are coming yeah. to the free beer party. This doesn't come out till Tuesday, but tonight I'm well. just gonna say it. But our past guests uh, are running that party tonight. Anthony Papalar and Lurkerloo have a party at the Ace Hotel for their art stuff. What kind cool. of art? Um Lou does like he makes Air Jordans out of concrete. <laughs> Oh, and plaster okay. wow. and then there's That's a photo stuff a lot of specific. skateboard photographers oh nice yeah I mark gonzalez I, I think is doing some stuff there too actually john mearing can geek out and be like well this is kind of lens and yeah fucking, how'd Dude, you take you, this picture you will get the full-on geek out tour for sure all while you have free booze 
and uh, food in your belly, which is going to be so many little dirt bags at that show tonight. I can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm actually taking the night off for the most part to go to go Could, see that. Go do that. Okay. Yeah, just so nice to you know you can burn through so many sets here and do so much stuff, but like if you kind of take a night to just go do something civilian it's so nice and it makes me like kind of changes up all the writing stuff yeah and it's fortunate to have I appreciate that a good group of skateboarders here to see it what uh i was gonna ask you had some really important hard-hitting issues to think about but now i can't think about is that party <laughs> I'm fine excited that's fine you lived Let's in new york before inside. yeah i used to live in uh bedstock now what are you were you doing a lot of stand-up there or no, here? i wasn't it was okay. a it was a bad time for diego okay was for, like, oh, <laughs> and i was like that's like chapter seven like rough road ahead you know like really the memoir yeah, can i ask yeah, yeah. what what's a rough road entail <laughs> are you a drug do you have a drug uh, substance abuse issue uh no i was smoking a lot of pot but that wasn't yeah it wasn't ruining me that at that point not yet definitely got there did the pot oh. seep in and just take your life no he's girls you suck dick for coke girls. or i mean for uh weed <laughs> i was projecting yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> girls got you yeah girls Ooh, girls man. my achilles easily always been always always destroyed me that's yeah. the topic that comes up here next thing you know you're taking one night off maybe let's do two shows in a night maybe just mm -hmm. one and then you're yeah. in new york city and you're at an olive garden at 7 30 on a wednesday they have those here hell yeah all right times square Right, I love right. Olive Garden. I, yeah, I'm, not, I'm a fan, man. Josh Ortega. Have you ever done you, with a? Have you, you know Josh Ortega? Yeah, I know. I know. But yeah. there's this whole thing that he does where he goes to Olive Garden and they do this whole tour of Olive Garden TGI Fridays, um, Chuck E. Cheese. It's a okay. whole tour. And when Josh Ortega is at Olive Garden, he asks to meet the chef. The okay. chef comes out. It's oh like a whole God. thing. Everybody has to have their own bottle of reasoning. It's it's incredible. Oh, it's wow. really good. Yeah, it's uh, good stuff. We were talking right before we started this about you were thinking about coming back and moving here. Yeah, and about day, putting about sets up because, like, I was telling you how many sets you can do in a night. Yeah. How yeah. hard is it to do a lot of sets in night in Michigan? Like, I want these people to know what it's what's going on. Super hard. Like for me to do like Sunday, I can get one set in, two maybe. Um, Monday, I can get two sets in if i drive to toledo which is an hour then drive back another hour 15 to go to ferndale from toledo and then tuesday for example i went to um ipsy which was an hour right i yeah. drove to ipsy to do a set and then i drove an hour and a half to Ann Ar uh, east lansing to go to crunchies uh, and then you know an hour and a half back so you know, that's like oh, three and a half hours of driving for two sets on a Tuesday. How much gas are you spending? Like this ballpark in a week, what are you spending on gas? Because no one has cars here. So it's just interesting. I don't know, probably like a hundred bucks. Yeah. 80 bucks. Depends on, depends on how far, like when I get lucky and like a lot of stuff is in Detroit, not a lot, but it's, I don't know. Fifth, nah, no, I, I have a good car, maybe 2040. It depends. Yeah, but it's just easily. interesting here because all you have is a Metro Pass, right? And then people are like, "Oh, you have to pay five bucks certain mics," mm -hmm. and I don't do them anymore oh. for anything other than I just have other ones that I like to work on. I, I need to do more that yeah. are like the paid ones, or whatever, just because it's kind of fun to do, just meet new people. Um, but they're like, oh, five dollars for a mic." Like I was spending because I have like SUV in Michigan. I was spending like fifteen right. or twenty bucks every show, right. and like, and this is in you know wherever is that it was. It's. I was so happy when I first got here to be like, are you kidding me? I'll fucking happily support this, you know. Right. It's, or it's uh, like an item, right? So it's like you're yeah. The item. I mean, there's 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 a few here that I mean, but, you know, straight pay for sure. There's some. I mean, there's there's a club here. I know you can pay a, a sizable amount to go perform at, um, like twenty five bucks, Damn. and just get on a show. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, which you know, 
at the end of the day, it's just stage time. I find out, I find myself personally, if I get too th- to thinking about that too much and like getting involved in the politics, it means I'm probably not writing enough and I need mm. to like, just like worry about myself. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? man, you're worried about the politics and you could be writing. Yeah, totally. I've been, ha- I've been on this like tyrant recently about how like when people say like <laughs> writing is like a, <laughs> like when someone's like, especially if people are getting into shit online or something like that or talking shit or like talking negatively about either a club or like some aspect of comedy. And then when someone will, be like yeah you could worry about that or you could be writing <laughs> i'm like shut the fuck up no one's writing no one ever writes i don't write oh you don't oh no, shit. of course i don't write that's I don't funny sit down and write like some fucking asshole i don't know yeah that's tight <laughs> i love the michigan hate i was late i was late today because i was writing that's, that's fucking good. awesome yeah. hell yeah i love it though i, See, I mean don't, I, I don't sit down and write i just i have my own process everyone does Dude, you know. nobody understands the fucking Michigan struggle and the fact that they don't care if you're writing. I love it. <laughs> you're not fucking writing. You know one's writing. I know what you're saying, though, about that. I definitely think it's hilarious. Like the, the snarky comments on Facebook alone. I didn't realize that once I became a comedian, that Facebook, my entire like life would be taken over by one-liners and whippy things yeah. just for mad people on Facebook. I went through the gnarliest culling of unfollowing, not because I'm cool, but just because I stopped like my friends that are actually funny, I, I couldn't think they're funny because I was just getting blasted all the time. Uh-huh. And I started like seeing friends of my or photos of my friends' babies, and I was like, "Yeah, all right, normal nice. shit." You know, that's uh, yeah. you have that same situation. Totally, my Oof. feed is a hundred percent comedy. Oh man, maybe ninety eight percent. There's like, it's like stand up or like people promoting the shows or like someone I don't know at all saying some regular shit. Yeah, but, I. Uh, Apparently, the new thing that's going on here, and I purposely stayed away from it, was uh, Chappelle, the, right. the review. That's everywhere. It's everywhere. That's ah, huge. Right? I'm blissfully ignorant. I was so smart about where I went afterwards. Uh, like, the right after the day that it came out or whatever, then the following day, I did, mm. like, one spot show, and then we're done, you know? Like, just stay away. You mean away people talking about it on stage? No. Well, yeah, at open mics, they will. But, like, um, but then, like, you know, in, in the whole comedy thing, too, like, right. the politics of it about the... I. It's so great. I don't even know... Well, I mean, I have an idea of what they're saying just from like people or whatever. They're like my friends, like, you know, kind of mentioned, did you hear about so-and-so? But I don't have one concrete comment that I've read. I've like called it so perfectly on my Facebook where I don't. I you just don't see that stuff. What are they mad about? I don't even know. Yeah. I, I've been pretty good about unfriending people that their comments just, they just bug. I mean, just go like, I just go on like an energetic like basis. Like I'm yeah. just like, yeah, I, that bums me out. So I just like exactly. follow that person. And that person tends to have stuff like that. So. It's that George Lucas quote. Like you want to know there's creators and destroyers and you want to align with creators. Oh. Do you ever think that? I've never thought that. I don't like Star Wars that, that much, but I like I love that Star quote. Wars. Really? I'm I not a big it. Star Wars guy. Big I watch fan. it, but uh, yeah. Rogue One's so good. Damn, really? I've, I've never even watched it. I've never yeah. seen it. Is it like one of those ones like, oh, I got to see it? No. Is that first date conversation? Star Wars for you? <laughs> first date conversation? Yeah, first Star date? Wars? I think I've ever talked about Star Wars on any date. Jesus, you don't love it that much then. I guess Fucking not. poser. <laughs> well, it immediately goes into like a weird, I don't know, I don't like... I don't know. I don't talk to women about Star Wars. That's fucking weird. What's your go-to? What's the Diego Atanasio? Um, I, I don't have one. Break it's, it down. It's fluid. Are it's, you a Tinder guy? No, I never used Tinder. Damn. What about Bumble? No. So you're not just not one brand you stay away from? <laughs> no. <I don't. laughs> Are you trying to seek out and date comics? No. Uh, no. No. Have you done it before? Yeah, I've done it before. Ooh, how was that? It's all right. I mean, they weren't like amazing comedians. I wouldn't find... I don't know. I really... For me, it's like really hard to meet a girl that I think is funny. Just fucking, I can't believe I just said that. That's so awesome. I got all this shit. This is great. When you meet a funny girl, it's amazing. Yeah. So like then, 
I would love to date a girl who, who like made me laugh all the time oh, or man. sometime or I thought was funny. Like, yeah, I prefer just not even think about that. Yeah. I just think like, give me something that knows nothing about what we do mm, and just has her own world. And it's so nice and her own friends. And then you go there and you meet it and you're like, Hey, I'm like a tourist here. It's all good. They don't, we're not going to ask, you know, like how many right. likes you do tonight. Right. Right. So weird thing. But I'm, I'm, uh, I'm dead inside Diego. There's not uh you know, how old are you? 30. Okay, I'm 34. We're in the same boat. But still, yeah. it's like, I've seen a lot. And so I'm just kind of like, especially here in New York, everybody's got something going on. You know, like, it's like you're a, you're a, you're a, you're a waitress, but secretly you're a fashion designer. Right. You know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to go on. I was like, I just don't, I, I don't know. I just want to go do my shows and my mics and right. whatever. We were talking about that before. You just, you can't, you got to watch out. You get, you get bogged down in a relationship. Totally. Totally. You'll, you'll end up like AJ Rank with a two bedroom in Santa Monica. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, you want to end up like AJ. What's uh what's in the plans? Uh, how long are you here for? Uh till Tuesday. So I think we're leaving Tuesday morning. Or Monday morning. Fuck. Monday morning. I'm sorry. I thought it was a week. It's not. Are you now if you did move back here, like what steps would you have to take? What are you doing? Oh my god, I can't even I have no idea. Yeah. I literally I try to find a place and then be like i can't afford that and then that and <laughs> that's everybody that, does. And that'd be it <laughs> that's what everyone I, mean, I guess i would have to get a job or something what would you do know. if you had a job i have no idea i like down that kill tony when you they asked you that you're like i'm a photographer and hinchcliffe yeah. was like oh yeah we need more of those out here <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i guess obviously uh something um media related i think i would probably but just kind not of enjoy fucking it. writing I don't know. Well, yeah. I, I would write for money, I think, but yeah. not for me. What kind of media? No. Like uh, like video or photography or recording or audio. Like I can do all of that stuff. And, Damn. You know. I'm just going to turn this into like a one, like a, what's that? It's good like a LinkedIn, like it's your profile. Yeah. People like potential employers and suitors will. I'm good with levels, you know. Damn. You can ride the levels. There's no mixer here. Does yeah. it bum me out? No, it doesn't bum me out. I'm actually stoked about the setup. Nice. I like it. Thanks, I like it. I appreciate it. What uh? So okay, you're here. You're doing the mics, and then what? So in a given day, like this is something that I pretty much for the most part, most of mics in Michigan are booked open mics. So anybody can get on them, yeah. with advance notice. Is that yeah. fair to say? Yeah, about a month. That's pretty unique to that area. I think so. Yeah, that's interesting. Do you, have you done Chicago before? Any mics over there? Uh, a couple, yeah, on a couple nights. It's like the first time until like a true show up go up, and you're like, oh hey, it's like you gotta meet the host, and like, oh yeah, so and so, like, yeah, put your name in the right. list, and you're like, you're 31 out of 50. I was like, damn, how do you do with that? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Um, I don't necessarily like it, but I'm just in the system at this point, so it's like yeah. I just play along, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. There's a couple. I think there's more show up go ups in Detroit, like. All the book mics are like Lansing and um, Grand Rapids, and uh, there's some show up go ups in Toledo right now, and some in Detroit. So I don't know. I'm a big fan of the show up go up. I love that because I love like being able to like at four thirty, five, six o'clock at night, be like, all right, I'm gonna go do comedy tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna go get something work done. You know. So I don't really not a big fan of planning, but you know it's necessary, and I'm getting better at it. So. Yeah. It's well, and plus two in Michigan, though, you have to make a conscious decision to like, okay, now I'm going to drive to another state, literally, Toledo, <laughs> to go kind of yeah. get it done. Yeah, but that's just leaving your house. I mean, leaving yeah. your house is driving. I can't walk anywhere. I walk to the park twice a week just for exercise, but like, that's true. Can't walk anywhere. Like, if I'm going to go do anything, I have to get in the car and everything's 15, 20 minutes. And then 
then you go to the 45 hour mark and well, I don't know. One thing you're going to like that I missed is the driving part. I really miss driving because I'm from Michigan. Like yeah. I drove last night because like we were upstate at skating and like from like. You uh, have a car here? No, it was oh. my friends and I was, I was DD. Cool. And I was like, oh yeah, let's stop. And we stopped like a bunch of bars on the way back from upstate from skating and like. I just, you know, drank club soda and drove, but it was so nice to drive. And you're just like, yeah. oh, God. It's like just a freedom to get out and go do something, you know. it's Yeah, I like driving. I've been driving a lot this year. Honestly, I just, I just went to San Diego. I drove the whole way there, drove the whole way back. Sick. Obviously, just drive there and then. Wait, did you do it and then ship it back? Yeah. Wait, that was when I saw you in L.A. then. Was that same trip? No, no, that was over the summer. Yeah, you I did it again in January? Yeah, I, yeah in Damn. January I was in the... Idaho Laugh Fest in Boise. Whoa, so how was to, that? It was really, really good. They have a really nice club called Liquid Laughs in Boise. It's like a college area, and there it's it's super good. I really cool. like that club. The festival was pretty fun. They give you a little gift certificate for food. That was nice. Um, so I I went. I did that on the way out there, and then I went to uh, Denver, Kansas City, Portland, and then I drove down for the San Diego Comedy Festival. I was stopped in LA, did a bunch of stuff in LA, and then. Did a bunch of stuff in San Diego, then just drove straight back to Milwaukee or Minneapolis, wherever comedy club on state is. Yeah, Mad- Madison, Madison, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Did you do that club? No, no, my buddy was doing it. And I oh just went man, I heard, I've never been, but I heard it's like incredible. I know it's like one of the best clubs. <laughs> Everybody said it. Well, like, it's just yeah. I whenever I say one of like the best club, there's like five or six of those, but that's one of them. Yeah, it's sure. Like, you know, it's like, but you just mentioned driving through LA, and I can't talk about LA without mentioning Zach Stein. Yeah. That dude's fucking hilarious. He's, he's a Michigan so comic. He's yeah. out there. Yeah, and he's making waves. I he's think killing he's it. You clean up his act? No, absolutely not. I already stopped drinking. Oh, I thought you meant comedy-wise. No, like, he's fuck still no. talking. No, about I never do that. I remember before I was a comic seeing him at Dirt. Sunday Night Funnies when he was uh, he did this thing about growing up as I don't want to fuck up his bit, but uh, he's just like growing up as uh, as a rich kid is actually really awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking about how like hookers asked about his mom's indoor pool and like the <laughs> best bits. And it's Zach. I like seeing that dude. He's uh, he's good and he's funny and I, I like him. I stayed with him for a couple days. Nice. He seems to be like killing it doing the roast battle stuff. Mm-hmm. Now you, now you, you you're liking that roast battle. I stuff? love yeah. roast battle because I was just in um, Memphis for the Memphis Comedy Festival. I just drove out there too, which is awesome. I love driving. I That's awesome. To, I drove to Louisville, did a did a set there at their open mic at the yeah. club, and then went to Memphis. Stopped in Nashville, got some hot chicken, did some uh, mics. Bobby's in, Idol Hour. No. Oh yeah, I did went nice. to by Bobby's Idol Hell Hour. Yeah. It's cool. I just walked in and talked to anybody. And yeah, fucking ripped and they were like oh thanks for coming and this one guy was like can i buy you a beer and i was like all right sure and i was Sick. just like quiet and chill and then where are you from like detroit and they're like oh that's cool and, um yeah so i like driving around but oh anyways back to the roast battle so when i was in memphis for the comedy festival they had a show which i think they have a lot of weeks it's a pretty often show i don't know how often they do it actually but it's called the you look like a comedy show and it's a roast battle show where the format is you look like jokes okay so what they do is they go they take two comedians head to head um for five minutes they put five minutes on this clock that they have i like all the technical aspects they have to this show they have like a clock with like a remote on it and they've got a decibel meter what and um so you go ahead so it's me and you head to head five minutes i say you look like you say you look like for as many jokes as we can get off in that five minutes the audience uh, cheers to uh, who they want to win. They've got like a decibel meter. So they're like that's how they decide. They use science to decide. And then they do three rounds of that. So they get one winner from each of those rounds. 
goes to round two. So they've got three comics who just won the first round. Then uh, they get a volunteer from the audience who gets on stage, and those three comics roast that audience member for five minutes. And then the audience cheer votes again to move two of those comedians who did the best in like audience roasting portion to the finals to go against each other for another five minutes of you look likes. Dude, I I, I want to go. It's, just, it's a cool format. Dude, I, I like not only that, the format, but just the fact that they, they, they take pride in it and do all the little stuff. Like yeah. I'm the biggest fan of that. Like, yeah, and every round you get knocked out. They sh- they give you they shake up a tall boy PBR and give it to you, and you have to like pull some. Uh, you get a dab of burn cream. What? So it was pretty cool. Where where is this at? Uh, Memphis. It, what's the name of the club or the bar? Uh, the High Tone. I think Damn. The High Tone. Yeah, I'm researching this. I need to go there. That yeah. sounds amazing. Is it weekly? Uh, I don't know how often they do it, but it's very well attended. It's Damn, like, that's it's so like cool. A really good show, and they po- and they podcast it. So I love hearing. Like of the people have no idea like the shows that are out there that are like that stuff. Exactly, it's a great show run by Katrina. Can't remember her last name and who she hosts it with, but um, and I loved it. I had a really good time and I had really I had a lot of fun writing the roast jokes and a lot of fun performing the roast jokes. And I just want to do more roast battle stuff because I think it's a lot of fun and I like I like writing for it and I like doing it. So you like writing, and that, and that's yeah. what it's about, insulting. <laughs> I spent, yeah, I spent two days writing. <laughs> you not writing? Yeah. yeah. So all you need is just a, a, an angry target. Exactly. To be, a target to be sure. angry at, though. Yeah. So like, what is it about this, the driving that you like so much? Is it just seeing the countryside, or are you one of those guys? Mm, no, Meeting new people? No, not necessarily. Um, no, not that either. I don't know. I just like being in new places, I guess, and doing yeah. comedy in different places, and I don't know. End yeah. game. Like, what, where do you see yourself comedy-wise? And I'm not sure. saying, like, you know, like what, like, what... I think a lot of people are like, there's so many different levels of success in this. Yeah. You know, there's there's guys that make teacher salaries that you've never heard of that are fucking incredible. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, and that, 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 like, inspires me to do that, though. But, like, if, in your mind, like, where do you see it? Where do you want to go? I want to do, like, a late-night set. I want to have a Comedy Central half hour. I'd like to have a Netflix special. I'd like yeah. to... Uh, I don't know. I guess that's a, as far as I can see. Do you already have a name for your special? And don't lie. <laughs> don't fucking lie. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. No, There's not one little one. I mean, uh, worst mutant, but I think that that would be the name for my first CD. Nice. Because of my eyes. Because I do a joke about being an X Men and how I do different colored eyes, and it's a mutation, but yeah. it's like a shitty mutation. So I call it worst mutant. Damn. I probably have that. like my face on it with can, my eyes accentuated. You know. I can already like one of those Snapchat filters. Look at all angelic. Yeah. But the other way, looking all like demonic damn yeah. so oh and it, like doing an album obviously what, what's your thoughts on like a live recorded album no video i think it's antiquated or is it still valid? no i love it and yeah. i want to do one i want to that's like that's in my it's in my crosshairs easily that's what i want what's happen your, next what's your venue um i don't know like a club i would like to do it at a club to be honest for a long time i wanted to do it at max bar yeah. and i wanted to do it independently because it's like i don't know what's going to do it for me but um now I want someone to do it for me. Like I want like a, a proper, like a label to do it for me. It's a, uh, yeah, it's, I got to go to a live one and like open in Seattle for Tamara Catans and like the, they oh, brought it at Seattle underground. Mm-hmm. He did his for uproar. Yeah. That was yeah. the upper one. Yeah. yeah. I met the guys from uproar. I want to do, yeah. my, I want to do my David Jabrosi. David Drozen. Yes. Yeah. Those, uh, yeah. I went out there. It was fucking awesome. The sound guys from Nashville. There's like a lot of music. Can't remember his name. We're buddies on Instagram though, but uh-huh. just being there for the whole week and like doing, I mean, just warming up the crowd was amazing. Right. And then Tamara just fucking destroying out there. Yeah. And plus he's not, it was our, both of our first, 
first time to being out there. So like, you know, we didn't see anything like that though, but just seeing, and mind you, like Tamer's a political comic before it was like everywhere now, right? Like he's been writing that stuff forever yeah. and he just fucking destroyed out there. And then we did it six times, I think. Was it like three shows a night? That right. makes sense. Yeah, I think so. And then we did like a bunch of other shows in town too, but I'm fascinated with that album recording process. I think it's so good. Um, speaking of another album, Chad Daniels, did you hear that, that one? one? so good. Uh, very, very, very good. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I said when I was in Wisconsin for my buddy's show at a comedy club, that's, he was headlining. Oh my God. So. I, when I first, like I remember Joshua Tiger and Deggy, all those guys were like, dude, Chad Daniels is going to be your favorite. He's going to be your favorite. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I've never heard of him before. And then right. at Grins, I was just like, oh my God, this dude. Yeah. He's the nicest fucking guy. Really yeah, good at ping pong. really, really nice. Really good at ping pong. Talked to him for a second, but he seems super nice. Yeah. that And you see it as like, there's so many like albums out there. And you're like, oh, man, just get my attention though. But that one was a total playthrough twice. And then like tweeting about it while I was listening. Like, yeah. oh my God, this is like pure fire. Really good. What's your favorite type of comedy and other people? Like, do you, do you respond to like autobiographical, topical? What, like, what is there anything that, like certain things that you enjoy? I just like jokes. Like, uh, I'm a big fan of my Kaplan. Okay. He's a very joke writer. Yeah. yeah. I really like that. I don't dislike autobiography, but I don't know. I'm Instagram. I just, <laughs> so people know. <laughs> I, uh, I, I really like um, absurd humor. I'm a big fan of it. Like one liners? Like, yeah, one liners are not necessarily because Mike Kaplan isn't necessarily one liner. Like his, he has bits to draw out and stuff. But do you like? Is that something you see for yourself? Like I know your comedy. Mm-hmm. I I often tell people about your. Uh, it's not Map Quest. It's like Google Maps joke. <laughs> yeah. But I never I never bit them on it. But I'm like well, this guy Diego has this joke, where, <laughs> and it's so funny the way you do it. I saw it, I've seen it a bunch with a Kill Tony. Yeah. I saw it, the whole crowd falls in your hand for it because yeah. it's very. It's a docile premise, the way you're talking. Yeah, it's and hack. It, the premise is hack. It's so fucking good, man. I but, love it. But though. I think I have like a it's unique, so, I have like a unique punch for you, it. it. You make people they they have I don't want to say they don't want to like it at first, mm. but they get fucking shocked by it. It's yeah. so fucking fun. I've, I bet you I've told five people about <laughs> it in the last three months. Like yeah, it's a hard left or whatever you would describe it. Now in developing term. that bit, like particularly like are your writing style, is there like, do you, okay. So when you first come for the premise, are you seeing the end first and then you're going to reverse engineer and write at the beginning? I don't think so. I think maybe sometimes, but definitely yeah. not for that joke. I remember writing that joke and it was just like, why is this map? giving me longer directions. Why is there an option for me to take longer? And at first it was like, and I never really wrote this in. Maybe I should work on it still. Um, cause I could make that joke better is like, Oh, cause you know how, like I told my friends that like, I'd be there at eight 30. How about just fuck your friends and take t- 10 minutes longer? Like you're the one who told me what I told them. And why are you giving me an option to make this longer? So it was the, the it was just the premise of wh- why, yeah. Like that was the only, and I was having that experience every day, you know, yeah. like using Google maps all the time and seeing it every day. And I don't remember when I came up with the punch, you know, the fucking my wife part, but then that became the punch. And I just ran that joke a lot. That took like, I don't know, three or four months to probably get to where it is now. And, you know. Is there a part in your, sorry to say writing, but it's writing when yeah. you're writing, when you're seeing like, is there no end in sight though? And you're like, but you feel like, okay, there's something there. Like I know there's something there, but you're still in that dark space. What do you mean? Like, 
I know like whenever I break through on something here, and I mean, again, mm. you get a lot more frequency to run through stuff yeah. here, but at first you just get blind. You're like, okay, there's something funny here. It's not working, not working, not working, not mm. working. Now I've done it enough and I feel like I'm good enough to know that there is something there. Eventually I'll get to yeah. it. But are you going to stay with it no matter what? Or do you shelve certain things and be like, okay, when I'm better, I'll come back to it. Some things get shelved. And I don't yeah. think when I'm better, I come back to it. It's like, I like when they come back because it fits in somewhere that I didn't expect it to like. I like that. And I don't, I don't think I do it consciously. I think it's just like an organic process of this is working or it's not. I, I give jokes a lot of chances though. Yeah. I, I do I definitely like if I think there's a punch somewhere, but I've never been as, um, uh, I used to do like a bunch of one liners and now my bits like are longer and now I'm not satisfied until they have like seven or eight laughs uh-huh. or more, you know, or yeah. part of a bigger chunk that has 30 or so laughs and, I have that mentality now, so, like, I know that jokes are never done. Like, I feel that way about my jokes now, like, that they're never done. And, like, oh, that's, like, a really, like, like the newer stuff I have has, like, one or two laughs in it. And people are like, oh, I really like that joke. And I'm like, yeah, but that joke is so new, and it's, like, nothing. I know it's nothing. It, it's, like, me. Like, it used to be, like, it would be a one-liner, and I would get one laugh, and if it worked, yeah. success. And now it's, like, that's it's such a baby, and it doesn't even it doesn't even warrant being in a set that I'm doing to try to impress people yet. And so they all grow. It's like, yeah. Infants. And I'm like, I've yeah. become very aware of that. And I like that because those are, those are the fucking jokes that I love when you have like seven or eight laughs in a row. And it's like, now we're like doing a thing and we're yeah. taking people on this. Um, Holy shit. Hold on. What happened? Diego just jumped on the table. Is phone ring? Yeah. Kyle Forsyth's trying to get a hold of me. He's like, if it's urgent, call him. It's not urgent. Uh, <laughs> I told them 5.30 easily. Oh, so. well, they can stop by. Are they on a train? Yeah. I don't know if they're on a train. Do you want to do it? I feel bad. They're lost <laughs> in New York. He's got two guys, Kyle Forsyth and Aaron Putnam <laughs> he's here. He's never been here before. I know, but still, it's like he's in New York City. And he yeah. doesn't know. Tell him to come to the tender trap. We'll be, I mean, I'm going to be out of here by... It's only 5 o'clock. Tell him to stop by. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. We're doing this on air right now. We're taking care of other Michigan people while they're here. It's good, though. But while Diego's texting him, I'm thinking about... Uh, are those guys? Have they done? Have you, you guys got what time to get in last night? Uh, like twelve thirty. Oh shit! Yeah, on a we Wednesday. Like so you could eh, you could have caught the end of the creek, the creek, uh, the creek mic. Yeah. But are you like a get in the town and go right to a mic type totally. guy? Totally. Fuck totally. yeah! That's I why have... I like you. You know who's not that way? AJ Rank. I'm uh, calling him out again. He's like, I need a couple days to get my head together. Oh my god! No, go do the thing. Like, yeah. Gotta get, that's why you're here. You yeah. see those fucking, you see the, the trade tower? And you're just like, oh my God. It's not called the trade tower anymore. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Freedom yeah. Tower. It feels weird. See, it feels weird saying Freedom Tower, the new administration. Yeah. It's like very, yeah. What, um, but yeah, I don't know. I like to write that way. And that's, I don't know. It takes, it takes so long. It takes months. Yeah. It takes so fucking long. And like, I don't feel like I have enough stage time for all the material that I have right now. Oh, that's why. I, I know where you're going with this. I see where the natural progression is. <laughs> is it, it, I don't know. It's like, do you see yourself as like a city comic being like, you'll come here and just be here? Or do you want to just use this to get better to kind of shoot back out and tour? Mm, I, the second one, I yeah. think I would like to shoot back out. Yeah. And tour. That I really think appeals I would like to me as well. Come in here and like get jacked. Yeah. Just, it's the gym. Exactly. I love that, um, uh, metaphor. 
uh, until broy people use it. And you're like, oh, shit, got to be careful with that one. And they're like, this is the gym, dude. I can taste the blood on my fucking teeth. Oh, what the fuck? Got to get good. Sure. Yeah, but no, it's, uh, it's a good spot to do that, though, for sure. It's weird, too. What, what do you, uh, I heard something really funny that there's a comic here, uh, really funny guy. His name is Osama Siddiqui. And he's the nicest guy because he's like an up-and-coming comic. He's very funny. But he'll sit and watch a lot of people's sets after he's done, which okay. in Michigan is very common, but here is not. Oh, all right. And we were talking the other day randomly, and he said this that I thought was really funny. He goes, I have a very high tolerance for shitty comedy. Huh. And I thought about that, and it was really, I think that's the second time I mentioned this on the podcast, though, but that, that, that stuck with me. I really like that because he's just like, if you learn to like it, mm-hmm. I always try to challenge myself when you see like a comic maybe it's not doing well or whatever. You're like, okay, well, fine. It's easy to shit on somebody, but how about find something that you like what they're doing? Right. Do you have that problem as well? Are you a naturally, I'm going to shit on you type guy, or are you not going to pay attention? Or are you like, oh, what's this guy doing? Um, I'm very bipolar in the yeah. matter. Like, I think sometimes I'm like, yeah, fuck this, and it's awful. But sometimes I'll be like, I'll listen and like specifically, and then like to talk to them after, be like, I like that joke because they're like, we're talking about someone who's not doing well or it's an awful comic or not good yet. Yeah. Um, but I will listen for something good or be aware of when they said something that was good, and then be like, that joke about that is good. Yeah. And I'll tell them, you know. I like that. I think that's a nice way to do it. It's weird, though, because you see so much comedy, even in Michigan. You're going to see so much live comedy, way more than a mere mortal would. And your mind has to, as like a defense mechanism, you will eventually. Do you, like, do you find yourself muting? Like you'll totally, totally. Yeah. totally. Like, I yeah. feel like I almost like can't hear stand-up sometimes. What are they saying? Um, this is kind of a, this bar has a gnarly reputation. They might be scared to come in. Oh, really? No, not at all. I mean, it's eh, kind of ish. It's a skateboard bar. Beat yeah. bar. They'll be fine. Where are they at right now? Let's uh, talk about those guys. I guess in Long Island City because we're going to meet somewhere near. They're one stop away. Cave. Tell them to go to 21st and Van Alth, take the G down to Greenpoint Ave, and they're here. I don't think they're subwaying. What? Yeah. They're driving? I, I think maybe they Ubered or something. Oh, God. Bougie motherfuckers. I know, right? They're in the greatest transit system in the world. We're losing listeners because we're talking about these guys, but I like it because I'm making sure they're going to get here. They know where the creek's at. We're going to go to the creek at the 6 o'clock one. Yeah. Uh, have you done the creek before? Uh, yes, done, I have. I've been Has Aaron been here before? Times. Yeah, he used to live here too, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both funny like, long time ago. Aaron Putnam, Cal Forsyth. Where do you see comedy festival-wise? Detroit has a new comedy festival. Can I ask you about that because I don't know anything about it? Uh, Motor City Comedy Festival? Yes, it's coming in September, October. Yeah, are you in charge of any planning or anything like no, that? No, not. Kyle Forsyth and Lauren Uhalik are running it. Cannot imagine the amount of pain in the asses that's going to be putting together that logistically. Right. But that's going to be awesome. I really think it'll be cool there. Yeah, I, I'm excited for it. Do you do Laugh Fest? Uh, I didn't do it this year because of some problem I got. Um, I submitted and I got accepted and I never got my schedule, so I don't know what happened. And oh. I called like easily four or five times and i emailed a couple times and i, oh, could, I never got any response so Weird. and i kept checking i looked at all the different schedules and my name wasn't on any of them and i was just like okay and i was like doing some other stuff so yeah. it wasn't a huge deal but you seem to do a lot of county festivals though you like that yeah i've been trying the last couple of years i've been like just comedy festivals what so what do you what do you take away from them um Meeting comics that are also hustling, mm-hmm. you know, like, like comedy festivals to me have started to pay off more when I see the same comics 
at them and I'm like, oh, we just did this fest together. And then they tell me which festivals are good. And like, I don't know. I just feel like in a different class of comedian when I'm seeing more comedians who are also hustling to yeah. try to get exposure. Or, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's a good time and there's usually good shows and I always treat them as like showcases, you know, to try Hopefully, if I haven't been at any, really have any industry that felt like did anything or anything like that. But yeah, hopefully to get better and to get into better festivals, obviously. So I don't know. I don't really think I said anything. To be is, honest, but. is it weird to see like, can you immediately recognize you've seen that account with the hustles? Because it's a very weird life. So, immediately. No, yeah. but like through repetition, I do. Like, I'm like, oh, I just saw this guy at another festival. Yeah. Or like. In Detroit, like, I'm like, I see this guy all the time. And, like, or you see people that are like, oh, yeah, I just got back into it. And they say stuff like that. And you're like, okay, well, we'll see. Like, I'll see. We'll see. Like, yeah. It's just, you'll see. Like, then you then six months have gone by and you're like, oh, I've seen this person a lot. And then you, you recognize that. But do you see, um, I can't recognize it on the spot. No, I don't. Yeah. Because I've seen people who are like, who seem like they are and they're not. And people who seem like they're not and they are. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's real. Hard to tell. It's like interesting. But I noticed it's more like even talking to like Guido in LA is seeing like how many people there are they just there for like they're actors and they need more stage time. They just they just need more time in front of people. So yeah. they want to practice for auditions and stuff like that. Right. So New York has a lot less of so there's still there's like they call them fair weather comics here where when the actual <laughs> when the actual weather's good. Like uh-huh. a nice day, the first nice day of spring will be packed with fucking actors that are like right. Yeah, like we're doing it. But then there's some actors here that are some awesome comics that just like Happen to be really good at stand up, but they're actors full time. I see. And, um, but that LA thing was uh, pretty wild, man. Did you meet anyone in LA that lied about their age right to you? I don't know. How you, would I even know that? Because the guy I got called out. Well, I thought you were at that show. This dude that he was dressed like Justin Bieber. He had like the paint on really? pants. He had Converse, like red Converse on. He had like a tall T on. His face looked younger than mine, which isn't really saying much because I'm pretty shitty looking. But his neck looked like a ball sack. And his, one of his jokes was that he was born in 86, which puts him four years younger than me. And then the host is like, yeah, the joke keeps getting better. The more and more decades you can tack on it. It yeah. turns out the guy was in his late 40s, early 50s. What show was that? Improv? The Lab? Oh, all right. I, I, guess I'm, I mean, I might have been. I guess I just... The guy know, sat at our table for a half out, hour maybe. and was talking. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I never thought about that. Oh. And then yeah, I went to like a... I guess I missed that whole thing. <clears throat> you were probably not paying attention and being smart about it. But I, I'm talking about it almost a year later because it kind of blew my <laughs> mind. I was like, I mean, I guess if you're going to lie, go for broke. But Jesus, that's something that's pretty verifiable, you know? Where can the people find you on uh, Instagram and all that good shit? Do you have a website? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a website. I should. I don't know why. I don't, maybe I should. I don't know. Is it because it's writing? You're like, oh, fuck that writing a little shit, bit. bro. Yeah, it's a little bit because it's like getting things done. Well, I mean, you're on the Twitter, right? Yeah, I'm on Twitter, Diego Comedy. I'm on Instagram, Diego Comedy, and Facebook, Diego Comedy. Was it a hard decision going with a comedy when you, uh, when you yeah, said totally. the comedy? No, the comedy in your name? Yeah, like, totally. I didn't want that, but somebody had my name. Oh, jeez. So I, I went with this is yeah I can do the comedy thing. Do Fair you have enough. a do you have a fan page? No, no, I used to and I got rid of it. Yeah, because uh, I don't know. I didn't feel like I'm. I think that's like a whole other thing. I, was, I had a whole, <laughs> I had a whole, whole I had a, like a little thought about this this morning, and I was thinking about who's the first photographer to tell a comic to put a microphone in their headshot. <laughs> yeah, that's the they need to be put on uh, trial for war crimes. And if you do that to people, you're scumbag. If you if you do what if you're a photographer and you I'm make not, someone have a, microphone? a comic in their headphone they have a microphone like a okay. senior photo you're a mean person 
Damn. Do you do that? I've never done that. Okay, no. good. No. But do you never... agree or don't agree or do you want to talk about it? I don't know. I mean, well, a lot of people have headshots, or not headshots, but a lot of stage shots. So that's like, stage shots are fine. Yeah, but I don't know if they that was real or not. Oh, the fa- the stage stage shots might be worse. It might be worse. So how can you tell if it's done well? Hell yeah, you can tell. You can tell. Fuck yeah! Look, just the access of the photography. All right. If it's like a top, okay. If it's like a top left photo, like a fucking Tinder, when the girl like top left, you know, top left yeah. thing is like when she like, oh okay top faces yes. it, and it's on a stage in the middle of it. You damn well know that shit was done after the show was done. Yeah. And now people are probably asking, why do I care? I shouldn't. But you know what? This is what I think about in the day. Should I have a website? I should have a website. Get a website. People <sighs> fucking demand that he has a website. Get a good website. Get but no one's looking for it. Not one person. I don't Disagree. Have. Once you get mm-hmm. analytics, it'll blow your mind. Get Google Analytics and you'll see how many people suss you out. I'm just yeah. telling you. It's another thing. Yeah, it is another thing. I mean, I get like, you know, one or three people a day. It's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. That, that, would, that would feel good. One or three people on your website a day. <laughs> My mom's a generous woman with her time on the internet. Yeah. I don't see the updates on there. Better no, work. I just think it's cool to kind of put your stamp on it. But I definitely went through the apprehension, especially me being a newer comic. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be this fucking guy. You know, put on there. And No, you, you got to have it. It's like, yeah. it's part of your resume. I literally yeah. took every little, only- every little bit of like reserve or like, uh, what's the word for it? Like dignity or pride in terms of like oh man i don't want to do this because it'll be portrayed this way and i put it on a fucking island and just shoved it away from me fair enough because it's like i moved here for this this is what i do full time the rest of my life i'm never gonna fucking apologize for this again like that's why i like that attitude yeah you you have a good website i like your website thanks man appreciate it so you're one of the three people that's down by it's really weird when i did what you on? i've been looking at tons of comedians websites i always look at comedians when Ever, I look at a comedian, and if they have a link to their website, I look at it. I've been looking at everyone's website. This is uh, pretty weird about the analytic stuff that'll kind of blew my mind a little bit. So when I, we were, I was in London with Tamer opening for him, and he has like, because he's Egyptian and Jewish, but he has like, a, he did this show at the Royal Albert Hall, which was all Arab comics. Yeah. And we were on the news together. Like, I was just an extra. They were following around with a camera over mm-hmm. on the Saudi Arabian television network, right? I don't even know if it aired, but literally the night we got back from filming it, they did all the interviews, and like, I'm just in the background, like, walking, we're like talking and talking shit, but it's like a muted thing. My analytics were all like Saudi Arabia, Riyadh. Like, it was so interesting to see how, like, one person just checks out like, oh, hey, check this person out. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like, it gets addicting for sure. And you can kind of read like the Matrix. You're like, oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. I don't want that. Why not? Because I don't want more things. Ah, oh, come on, Diego. I know I got to get it. I will get it. Do you still smoke a lot of weed? No. Oh. I'm super bored all the time. I have so <laughs> much time. I have fucking so much time all the time. Dude, you don't smoke weed? You don't smoke no. weed anymore at all? No. You had to quit? I didn't have to. I, I just decided to. It didn't get as bad as when I've had to quit before because it was like fucking with my brain, but it was just just doing it all the time. I don't know. I get I'm super addictive, and I get so addicted to it. What's I, your new addiction? Like masturbating. I don't know. Yeah. I jerk off a lot, dude. What's a lot? I don't know. Every day. That's not a lot. That's maintenance. It's brushing your teeth. <laughs> a few well, times a day. Better. I feel better. I don't girls, women, like, I don't know, but I'm also just trying to do that less. It's comedy is my addiction. I have to go up all the time. Yeah. What's the longest you've gone without doing comedy recently? A couple of days, maybe what one What happens on that three or fourth day, on the third or fourth Nothing day? crazy. I just feel like I haven't gotten anything done. I feel awful. I, I have a new respect for when people, like, freak out about not working out. Mm. And yeah. I hate to use that symbol, but I remember watching, I'm like, dude, calm the fuck down. Your body's not going to break. But like after three or four days, I start to go fucking nuts. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm just like, come on, let's well, you've go. Created an inertia. Absolutely. And you need, and it has momentum. And, and I had this like, come, and then I just did six days off, which is the longest since I started. 
and it was interesting because they were um that they're here just telling are they coming or no no they're not coming i'm fine on, i just fucking got stood up on stage or <laughs> on, on, <laughs> on the podcast i said fuck those guys no i'm just kidding they're cool are they what are they doing are they uh, near the creek? They're, they're near the creek so oh yeah they're literally one stop away that's fine they've never been here i know where are they gonna put it's gonna take them an hour to park by there and he said, are you doing the mic? I'm like, yeah. He's like, do you know when you're going up? And I'm like, I think it's, it's a, a bucket at. It's a, oh man, he's going yeah. to tell. Just text them right now to not riff on what the stage looks like. <laughs> that's the number one. It's thing the number one thing to not do. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't, don't just, that's, that's, if I could tell anyone to do that at the Creek, if you want to have uh, any success, uh, whatever success means at the Creek, don't, don't riff on the stage. Um, we're going to get out of here pretty soon though. Uh, if you had a website, cause you already have the name for your upcoming album, which is yet to be recorded. What's your website? Is it going to be Diego comedy? I thought Di- Diego Atanasio. Yeah, com's I no, I have it. It just, I just let it lapse. I just let the GoDaddy domain. Oh, lapse. dude, I did that I, too. I website. gotta pick it up again. It's such a bitch. I hope it's still there. It was there because I'd let it lapse before, and I picked it up again for oh, a year. Nice. I had it for a year, and I haven't done it. But yeah, I'll probably do both for Diego Atanasio. You're a creative Diego guy. Comedy. I like your photos. Yeah, I don't know why it. you. You just need to put the shit up there. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck do I know. I don't know, and uh, that's funny. That's great that you know uh, was Tamer. Tamer. Yeah, he's yeah, here now. He lives here now. Oh, he lives here now. Yeah, That's he just so moved cool, here right before know. we left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I would love to meet him one day and talk to him about his experience with Leprore. That dude is the shit. trying to talk to them. Yeah, so. dude. He's a past guest. That's what I want. Here. I've been working towards, right now, I'm the only thing I'm working towards is putting an hour together so that I can record. Fuck yeah. That's and, awesome. He yeah. always does them at, to my knowledge, at, at the underground in Seattle there. It's That's a really nice club. club. The whole scene there is a really good club. Yeah, yeah everyone there. A good scene. Super cool. Mike's the new manager. Mazzalotti there. Those guys are the shit. They're super nice to talk to. Yeah, and uh, name they, for Did you say name for the website? Yeah, well, no. What's your name going to be for... Um, we already did the website. What was the other name I had for I you? Um, we already had the album one. What did I ask you? Yeah. The name for your website. Is it Diego Atanasio? You did? Yeah. Dot com? Yeah. It's a tough one to remember. It is a tough one to remember, right? Uh, so maybe Diego Comedy. I also have that one. What's the What's the nationality of Atanasio? Uh, it's Italian. Italian. Are you full on Guido? Uh, no, I'm like half. My uh, landlord is really racist. She's like 90 year old lady, <laughs> but only against Italians. That's amazing. And she has an Italian last name. I think she's oh, just like. Oh damn! I know. She's like a self hating Uncle Guido. Uncle Guido. Fucking. Yeah, she's just like, not liking the the Italian style of it though. Let's yeah. get out of here. Let's go do some mics. Cool. All Thanks right. for visiting. Visit oh, Diego on those websites that don't exist. And then <laughs> they might now. You don't know when. All right. By Tuesday, they might. All right. Fucking, you better do it or something's going to game you out for it. Um, right. What else is going to say? Oh, this week you know, it comes out. First week of uh, April. Uh, this is maxway.com for the website. And then I'm in Boston, 7th, 8th, and 9th at Improv. Dude, Boston's awesome. Yeah, it's so fun up there. And I'm gonna go up there. I just met someone from there. I went there um, one time before. Just did a one nighter. Went to Fenway with fucking Bird, Michael Bird. You know yeah, 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 yeah. First time I met him was there. Yeah, I, mean, okay. I met him. No, that was the first time I met him was in Boston. And then I'm in Albany on the 20th for some big fucking festival, craft beer thing, and it's gonna be sweet. And thanks for listening. I appreciate it. And we're gonna go to this mic later. Bye. Bye. Max White, everyone. See something funny? It wasn't funny. I guess I'll just call it Max White Presents. I guess it's decent. Yeah, Max White Presents will work.